When I was a lot younger, I used to think green Christmases were an absolute bummer. Now that I'm 35, I think they're wonderful. <laughs> so I, I've, I don't follow a lot of people on Facebook, but I have a, a friend of mine that pastors out in Newfoundland, and I noticed that their church put out a posting this afternoon that their two Christmas Eve services in St. John's have been canceled. So I reached out to him, but by the time I had left for the, uh, for the, the gathering tonight, I hadn't heard back from him. So I was curious on my own just to check to see what the weather was like, because obviously this is weather-related if they're canceling their Christmas Eve services. I mean, you only get one shot to do that, right? 20 to 30 centimeters of snow they're getting this evening. So Essex isn't so bad after all, is it? I mean, who wants to drive in that? Who wants to do the visiting in that? It's kind of nice for it to be, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10 degrees Celsius and some green grass. You know and I know the weather will find us. It will find us sooner or later. Uh, let me just share with you a little bit this evening. On, on Christmas Eve, I always try to share a little bit from God's Word just to, once again, remind us a little bit about what this time of the year is all about. And so I want to do that in just the few minutes that have been provided for me. Uh, let me ask you, it's a rhetorical question, but think about it. Have you ever had a time in your life where you felt that people or things were against you? Uh, it might have started when you were younger and you were trying to do something or you wanted something at home and your parents weren't into it, they weren't buying it, they weren't supporting it. It might have been a little bit later in life in school or maybe your job where you felt like you were going one way and everybody else was going the other way. Uh, it may be accomplishing some kind of task at home where not everybody thinks that you're doing it the right way and you are being told by multiple people multiple times that there are other and better ways to do this. Or it could be even amongst church folks, staff members, board members who occasionally say, hey, Brent, oh yeah, it's hypothetical that there are other ways to do this. Sometimes it feels like the world or at least a few people are against us. We all know that life is difficult enough on its own. Never mind when it seems like the winds and the currents and the people are working against you. But there's a message of hope found in one verse in the birth narrative, and it says this in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 23. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Mary will be with child and will give birth to a son. We know his name is Jesus. And he will be called Emmanuel because that means God is with us. Well, what does it mean that someone or especially God is with us? The historical aspect, and I'll just fly through this for you because it's Christmas Eve. But the historical aspect of this is that Israel had been through a lot of difficult times. Israel had not always been faithful to God. And occasionally Israel felt that uh, its enemies, the nations around it, were 
literally on their doorstep, pounding on their walls and their gates. And many times in Israel's history, it felt like the world was against them, that nobody was for them. And occasionally felt that God was far, far away. And that's normal for many of us when we feel like the winds and the currents are against us, when people are against us, they don't seem to be for us, and we can feel very much alone. And we wonder sometimes, well, if there is a God, where is he? And why doesn't he show up right now? But the Old Testament tells us that God has always been for us. Humankind has made all kinds of mistakes as individuals, as groups of people, as nations. But God has always been for them. Over the millennia, he has been speaking to them, challenging them, admonishing them, encouraging them. Yes, occasionally even judging them. But God has always been for them, for us. In the birth narrative, we are told that this is going to go to a whole new level, that it's now going to be significantly different. God will not be sending angels or prophets to the people. God will come to us himself. Jesus will be God incarnate. In other words, God in the flesh. And because God comes to us in the flesh, he will be for us in ways we could not have ever grasped before. God will walk among us, eat with us, laugh with us, cry with us, and die right in front of us. Because God is for us, there is now truly hope. Hope in the Bible isn't a wish or a prayer. Lots of people hope for lots of things. And for many of us, the things that we hope for will never come to pass. Which one of us hasn't said this after watching a lottery commercial or somebody actually win and think to ourselves, well, I'd love to be a millionaire. Hope all you want. It's probably not going to happen. Buy your tickets consistently and play the numbers. I don't know. But the chances are like the opportunities to win. They're about one in a million or one in 10 million or one in a hundred million. That's not really hope. But hope in the Bible, when it's used in the Bible, it means this, that it is a divine certainty. The Bible talks about Jesus coming again as the blessed hope. That doesn't mean there's a whole bunch of Christians standing around praying, looking up into heaven saying, well, I, I hope he comes back one day. But it's based on the reality that because he came once, we know that when he said he's coming again, that he is coming again, we have an assurance. It's not a wish, it's not a prayer, but it's a founded biblical hope. He is most certainly coming again. And that's the kind of hope that God offers to us in Christ. It is a divine certainty. It is a divine certainty because Christ has come to us. Emmanuel, God with us. You may still have to swim upstream sometimes. Not everyone will like you or be for you. Occasionally, unfortunately, some will even actively work against you. But if you choose Christ to be your Lord and Savior, you will always have God in your corner. 
Have you been looking for help lately? Does it seem like you're out there battling, but you're losing? Guess who? Guess who can be in your corner? When God is with you, when Emmanuel is with you, salvation is secured. Life's battles can become Christ's victories in your life and in your home. Hopelessness can be replaced by faithfulness. As I say every Christmas Eve, this is the best time of the year to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. The best gift that you can give to him is your life. Because the best gift that God could give to you was his son. This Christmas Eve, don't fight another battle. Don't live another day without God for you, with you, and in you. This Christmas, choose Jesus as your Christmas present. Let me pray for you.